On this episode on Remy's Roundtable, Remy, Louis, and Jen were on this episode. The crew was joined by the five-minute professor to do our lecture and quiz on St. Augustine. And we wrapped up the program with inaccurate news with Louis. So enjoy this episode of Remy's Roundtable on all podcasting platforms. Welcome to Remy's Roundtable, the podcast for everybody who would like to know about the beautiful state of Florida, covering your theme park updates and everything else that's happening in the state of Florida. It's now time for Remy's Roundtable with Remy, Scott, and Jen. That's right, guys. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable, streaming on all podcasting platforms, including Spotify and iHeartRadio. And make sure you guys listen to us on Newsly.me. We, that's a brand new podcasting station you guys have to listen to, uh, check out on during the podcasting realm. Uh, we have a great program for you guys tonight. We will be joined by the five-minute professor. He's going to give us our lecture and quiz on St. Augustine. We have Lewis, who's going to give us our inaccurate news update to finish out the program this evening. Make sure you guys check out OrlandoWeekly.com. That's vote.OrlandoWeekly.com. Vote for the roundtable. That's Remy's roundtable. You guys have until August 31st to plug in the vote. So, welcome to the program, everybody. Of course, you guys know me. My name is Remy, and with me, as always... Well, guys, Sky's not with us tonight. He is hanging out with his lovely family. But sitting in for Sky tonight in the in the dangerous host position, or, the, or should I say the dangerous host chair for this evening, we got Yeah, Lewis. I'm not going to be in any position, man. <laughs> We have Lewis from the Nerd Archive Podcast, which you guys can hear pretty much all over the podcasting realm. Spotify, Anchor, everywhere. Amazon. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. And uh, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. So uh, Everywhere. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, man. It's been a long day, but I am happy to be here with both of you today. And everyone that's watching on uh, Facebook Live, that what's is, going on, guys? That's right, man. We're doing great. And guys... Sitting right next to me is my lovely wife, Jen. Not that you could see it. That, well, I'm sorry, honey, but, you know, it's kind of, I kind of have in a weird position because we have, we have a lot of cords on the table, and uh, yeah. we're like we're looking into getting a new table for just a round table, so... Uh-huh. Well, we have a round table. It's just not our table. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, man. So, uh, I, I want to ask you a question, and that is, have you and your family ever been to a farmer's market? I have, and... Uh can't say that it's been in the last couple of months but we did we did dude i gotta tell you parking at a freaking farmer's market it sucks all right it totally sucks well that's probably why i haven't been in a while (laughs) part of the problem is that little mr lazy pants and me who are you calling lazy pants over here huh you little mr lazy pants and i had a hard time waking up on saturday so he had to sort of like wake me up at about 9 30 10 o'clock he's like i'm gonna go back to bed for a little bit and then we can leave in like half an hour to 45 minutes and go to the farmer's market this was at 9 9 30 ish 9 30 ish 
Yeah, and, and I gotta ask you a question. How long does Remy take to get ready? Because I can see him being the one taking forever to get ready. It That's an insult, sir. That's a huge insult. Let me answer the question. <laughs> it depends on the day. If he's like, I need to take a shower, I need to do this, I need to do that, it'll take longer than me. And I'm pretty, you know, like, okay, let's, you know, do the toiletries and get dressed and, and get my shoes and socks on and go. I don't usually wear makeup or anything. So it's not like it's going to take forever. Now, if I'm wearing makeup, he takes he takes less, much less time than I do. So when you say depends, you mean what time of the month he's in or? <laughs> so are we talking about the man, so are we talking it, about the, the man flu area, the man flu stage? No, that no, is the menstrual cycle. The menstrual oh, yeah, yeah. Menstruation. <laughs> He's talking about menstruation or manstration. In brought, to, case. brought to you by Mountain Dew Code Red. Oh, dear God in heaven. He he gets a little ADD and then it turns into he's playing video games for like an hour. And we're supposed to have left like half an hour before that. So in that case, yeah. I mean, I take, I mean, I do, it takes forever. I do take my time depending on like where and we're he'll going. And will be like, babe, we're going. We got to get going. We got to get going. We got to get going. And he's almost ready and everything and i'm getting ready and i'm already ready and then he's still playing his video games and he doesn't have his socks and shoes on and i'm like dude because it, because guys don't because for guys it doesn't take us that long to put his socks and shoes on however yeah. however I'm, I'm gonna just say this uh, for watch our, what you say remy for all of our married people out there all right i'm just gonna say this once and once and for all women come on now you guys have flip-flops all right just slip slip You're, you guys are out the door you guys are fine for guys, okay. it's just one sock on, one sock on, slip, slip, we're done. We don't, have, we don't even have to tie our sneakers. We just go kick, kick, we're in. All right. So on on, the, on that note, are you a, a put both socks on and then your shoes or you put one sock on and then one shoe and then the other sock and the other shoe? Oh, no, dude. What I do is I put both. And I'm going to judge you depending on your okay. answer. All right. So what I do, I put both socks on. Okay. And I just, I literally, I literally just. Kind of normal. And I literally jump into my shoes. I don't mm. like. I don't slip them on. I literally just. I jump into my shoes. Bullshit. See, there um, you go. <laughs> I'm. I'm. It depends on the day, but I'm usually a one sock on, one shoe on. I'm. I'm judging you, but it's oh, okay. Ah. That's fine. I don't mind being judged. Bring it. I Come get on, dude. Every day. Come on, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do Lewis, it. Lewis, I'm a woman. I get judged by everything. I get judged by everything from the day I was born. I was judged. So I'm cool. We're not here to judge you. We're here to judge Remy. So uh, let's get on that. All Why right. Uh, hey, guys, uh, on Facebook Live. Easy peasy. We're going to give a shout out to Renee, Jared, Mike, Chris Yab uh, from the No New Friends podcast. What is up, guys? I'm glad you guys are with us listening to this awesome, awesome podcast this <laughs> evening. We're having a great time. We're going to talk about other stuff on the program. And we also we are going to play, you know, uh, there's something I'm going to play for you guys and but Lewis, hey man, talk talk to the crew for a little bit. Tell our audience members about the Nerd Archive podcast. All right. Well, the Nerd Archive podcast is everything that you got beat up over when you were in high school. So if you like Star Wars and you like Harry Potter, video games, Pokemon, uh, it, everything, Jurassic Park, anything that put you in danger when you were in high school, I mean, that's what we talk about. And you guys can hear this voice on the Nerd Archive podcast. Sometimes we mute him and he doesn't know it, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, uh, man, I wish I could do that. But, guys, I, got, In I, real life. I have to play this song for our audience members, and that is... How do oh, God. I God. say goodbye? 
Well, guys, we I are, can see where this is going. We are saying we are saying goodbye to the birthday game. We are saying goodbye uh, no. to the birthday game. <laughs> and this is our Chris Yab. I'm so sorry. I tried, man. <laughs> yeah, Chris, we're sorry, but. Yes, guys, this is our last and final birthday game. However, we do have some cool seg new segments coming up on the program, which you guys are going to enjoy. And uh, we just want to say goodbye to the birthday game on Remy's Roundtable. So, yeah, that is... Uh, so yes, we, we I had to play, I had to play boys to men because it is time for us to say goodbye to the birthday game. With that being said, it is now time for us to play the celebrity birthday game. Are you two ready, Lewis and Jen? What? Are you guys ready? What? Jen, we are, ready. are you what? ready? Yes. Wait, I thought we said goodbye to it. No, we're playing it. It's but it's so hard to say goodbye. I know, but we are going to play it. But we're going to because it's yesterday. <laughs> Would you? Oh, my gosh. I could not figure you out cannot hold. You cannot hold it in. You can't pull it together. I mean, what, I could not. What the I fuck, honey? What the fuck? Uh, yeah, me, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, so here we go, guys. Happy birthday today from the Fast and the Furious franchise movie oh. film. Happy birthday today. Uh, this actress played Letty. Uh, Don Don Toretto's Dom Toretto's uh, girlfriend, Michelle Rodriguez. How old is Michelle Rodriguez? And we obviously obviously start with a dangerous co-host. So, Lewis, how old is Michelle Rodriguez? Counting that she was in her twenties when she did first Fast and the Furious. Um, I'm gonna go say forty-three. Jen, how old is Michelle Rodriguez? I'm gonna say forty-one. I'm gonna give it to Lewis, forty-four. She is oh. <laughs> 44 years old. Happy birthday to this legend, which I call him a legend because uh, I watched him when uh, he was, uh, well, he still is in WWE, but he's one of my favorite wrestlers, Brock Lesnar. How old is Brock mm -hmm. Lesnar today? Hmm. That was difficult. Mm -hmm. And he is like, he is an awesome, awesome, you know, I, I love his, his specialty moves. And I was like, I want to try that on somebody in the pool. Nope, didn't work out so well. Well, if I remember correctly, he started in 2000. Well, he started, yeah, 2000, well, 2001. Well, uh, WWE, right, his MMA debut. before that, right? He was in MMA. He was in, U, uh, he was in UFC for, for, for a little bit. And then he finished it. He started doing like uh, WWE, WWF. Uh, he did do TNA for a little bit, but that didn't actually didn't last that long for him on in TNA. Oh, I don't. He like didn't TNA. even touch AEW, which is the alternate elite uh, wrestling. Elite. Elite wrestling. Yes, thank you, honey. Back to Brock Lesnar. How old is Brock Lesnar today? And since Lewis got the Michelle Rodriguez right, Lewis, how old is how old is Brock Lesnar? Okay, you're gonna think this is weird, but I know when he graduated high school which is 1994 i why do i know this i don't know then i know exactly 42. how old he is 42 42 for lewis and jen how old is brock lesnar 47 well i'm gonna give it to jen he's 45 he oh. is 45 Oof. years old today and he didn't graduate in 94 and last and finally for the very last time for the celebrity birthday game I know. Sorry, Chris. We are sorry, but I don't know. Oh, Lord. Happy, bir happy birthday to one last time on, on the round table. Happy birthday today to don't, Topher Grace don't from, like from that 70s show. That thing. 
you said it's for the one last time on 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 the round table and you're acting like he's not gonna last until next year <laughs> oh my god dude toe oh for grace gosh, um <laughs> Yeah. Topher Grace. How is... old is Topher Grace? Mm. Also known as Eric from that '70s show. Uh, also known well, as you Dushman. know him. Well, I do um, know him as Topher Grace from that '70s show, but I, it's he's a uh, Venom from yeah, Man, th- from dude, the Sam Raimi. Why can he? Why can't he just play Venom? I mean, Tom Hardy's good. No, 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 but no, I can't. No, but no. I kind of. I kind of. No, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna, no, I'm yeah, gonna stop I you right there. Topher Grace was trash. Okay, trash. Bye bye. Um, I'm gonna say that Topher Grace is 45. And Lewis? 42. Damn it, Jen beat you, dude. He's 44. He's 44 oh. years old. 44. Yeah. All right, and it's now time for it your. Been much older than me. It is now time for your theme park history. On July 12th, 1989, Star Tours opened to the public at Tokyo Disneyland. On July 12th, two, and finally on July 12th, 2006. Hong Kong Disneyland unveils three new Tomorrowland attractions, and they are Stitch Encounter, Autotopia, and UFO, UFO Zone. Okay, I'm sorry. Unveils. Unveil. Um, yeah, what the hell am I fucking up? I, I don't. Well, no, I do know. You always do. So, moving on. Yeah, so it's uh, Stitch Encounter, <laughs> Autotopia, and UFO Zone. Mm-hmm. And for your national day, do you guys want to take a guess what today is? It happens today and tomorrow. What is today? What is it? What is National July Day? Twelve. It's not Seven Eleven Day. Nope, that was yesterday. Um, and we and yes, yep. we, and yes, we did get a free Slurpee yesterday. We didn't get it free. Um, Never mind. <laughs> yeah. You need the account look for that. At, look at my bank account. You got it free. I did not. The Slurpee uh, cost six bucks. Yeah, probably. Between the between the two of us, uh, July twelfth. Yep, July twelfth, and it also. It's also happening tomorrow as well. So what do you think today is? It's a business. Okay, here's a little clue. Oh, uh, Optimus Prime Day. Prime Day, that's right. But that's the 12th and 13th. 12th, yeah, 12th so and 13th. today and tomorrow. Today and tomorrow. Today is, oh, today I, is Prime Day. And, today yeah. we're, and we're recording this episode on yeah, Prime yeah. Day. <laughs> I don't know why I thought about it yesterday. I don't know why I heard yesterday. It happens. That's a little it's been a long weird. day, man. Same I mean, here, dude. Seven, twelve is not a prime number. Seven is prime number. Thirteen is a prime number. Twelve is not. Twelve is not. I'm, today, I'm a geek. Okay. Anyway, today today is also Cal Appreciation Day. Today Hello. is today's National Different Eyes Day. Today is also Eat Your Jello Day. Ew. And and last. I'm glad you finished that sentence. And last and final and last <laughs> and finally. <laughs> la- and, t- and last and finally, today is National Paper Bag Day. Okay, so who here, and I will judge you, does not like Jello? Who cannot stand Jello? Well, that's a loaded question. Yeah, who honey. can't stand Jello? Well, I like Jello. Do I prefer it over pudding? Oh, I can't uh, do I can't do pudding either. Okay, so I can do so I can eat pudding, but I Jello and Jell-O, pudding they have really nah. weird textures and it makes me gross. It's weird, like especially Jello. It's, you know, it's like can, nails on a chalkboard. Here's the thing: I can have jello shots because there's alcohol in well, it. Well, duh, everybody can do jello shots. It's alcohol. Unless you're an alcoholic, you aren't you can do like jello shots. Like the first shots. one's the hardest one, but then Right? But after that it just smooths it down for you. Yep. But here, here's everything here's, else goes down quite well. But here's 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 what I'm thinking about this. I'm I'm gonna just ramble on through this for a little oh, bit. Oh Lord Jesus help And us that off. is how about a pudding shot? We put your, you put you get pudding I've you get, I've had them and they are fantastic also. Ooh. I I might 
try that just to try it, but it's but it, still it, right. But it also all depends. You can't just mix things. Like if if you're going to do chocolate pudding, make sure that you do something that goes with it. So like, like so like your bourbon or maybe your your favorite like darks or your scotches. Um, I would do right. like a yeah dark dark liquor. Now for if I was making pistachio like pistachio pudding, I will put Jägermeister. Yeah, oh, gross. Well, it'll it'll taste pretty pretty fun. Vodka. Vodka. Okay. It doesn't really taste like anything. It's got an alcohol. Whipped cream taste vodka. And, right. Oh, okay. So that would be amazing. That would taste really good. Yeah. That, I You're welcome. Like I would totally, <laughs> I would totally drink. I would totally eat that in a heartbeat, dude. I mean, it is, it is gonna be. It sounds delicious. All right. It sounds amazing in a, in a way. Be, you know. Be be aggressive. Sorry, be I'm a aggressive. <laughs> what what? Be aggressive. Look, Ugh. I'm hyper today. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So I'm man, not drunk. I promise. So let me tell you about what happened today at work. I mean, this is something that happened at work today. And let's just say that we had a guest come in and their bill was $180. Good for them. I know. I was like, that is a big order. Like, holy cow. Was it a catering order? It was not a catering order. It was okay. just a big group of fa- a big family just came in and they ordered over $180 worth of stuff okay. on, at our uh, location. And I, I was shocked when I saw the uh, the bill and I pulled my manager over. And like, hey man, do, do you see this bill? He goes, yeah. I'm like, they spent over a hundred and eighty dollars. He goes, yeah, that's not normal. No, they needed to do nice something nice for them, which we did. Okay. We we get we gave him we gave them a few things, but that was pretty much it. I mean, I can I can give him that that stuff, but my manager did, so he he did that, but I I just couldn't touch. It. I can't do any any of that stuff. So unless a uh, a manager approval, you know. Something like that happened uh, this Saturday. We had a well, a credit. It was a big party. We it was over twenty five people, and for a breakfast place, it was it, it was four hundred and thirty two dollars. Holy cow! Yeah, that's a but lot. they also added alcohol because at the mm-hmm. restaurant that I work at, we we started last year or no this year to sell actual alcohol Ooh. liquor. Wow. Well, you guys do mimosas, right? We do. We Yes, we do. Well, we, we do, do mimosas. Oh, right. they, okay. Well, Red yeah. Me. Yeah, so we sell mimosas, but we can't sell them until 11 a.m. Well, yeah, unless you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, well you know. uh, I, I can tell you right now that I have a regular that comes in and eats at uh, eats and drinks at 7 o'clock in the morning. Ew. Wow. But you also got to remember, if they're nurses... And yeah. they did a night shift. We are their PM. Yeah. That's true. I mean, well, my dad, like my dad would, and even our best friend, my best friend, like when she was working night shift um, at her, one of her old jobs, she would come home and have a beer, but she worked second shift. So she would work earth in third shift and she would come home at like five o'clock in the morning. I hated working third shifts. <clears throat> I hated it so much. I did. Yeah. So imagine five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning and you're coming home and I want a beer. That's why well, I like- when I when I worked at Smoky Bones, the one that Mary worked at, I if I close, I had to be there until we close at two o'clock. And by the time they close and I worked in Orlando, but I lived in Deltona. So it's about a 45 to an hour drive. Right. So I would I wouldn't get to the house 
until four o'clock in the morning and, plus, and it was a restaurant and plus you had to, and plus you had to do like all of the the manager paperwork and everything else make sure oh yeah make sure everything is set for tomorrow make sure all the drawers are are, are, are okay for the next shift make sure that all the make sure the safe is good make sure that you're not mm-hmm. you're over under make sure the tips are mm-hmm. you know split perfectly with, with yeah. everybody in the restaurant that's how this is why i love working in the restaurant for a reason because this is something that i love doing it's like it's not my passion. My passion is having my own radio show, which is a podcast. Being on a radio station, that's another step to this. Have great quality sound, which is something that I've been stressing on for the past episodes. and couple of years. couple of years. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, you guys think that podcasting is easy. No, it's not. So what we're saying is join our Patreon account. We'll probably do something with like tortillas and slap each other. That yeah, we're, we're going to do and that. Po- and, and record it and put it on our pa- Patreon. And also, we have August 31st is the last time that you can vote for Remy's Roundtable and No New Friends podcast. That's right. For the best of Orlando podcast in the city of Orlando. It's or What is the... Uh, the website so head on, head on over to vote.orlandoweekly.com you guys have until august 31st to vote for your favorite podcast which is remy's roundtable and also the no new friends podcast as well guys on that note we are going to take a quick break when we come back we'll, we will be joined by the five minute professor he's going to give us our election quiz on saint augustine guys do not go do do yeah do not go anywhere wow Guys, we'll be right back. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable with Remy, Scott, and Jen. Hey everyone, it's Dane from Big Beautiful Diz. If you're not familiar with my channel already, I do videos about theme parks. Historical videos, interviews with people from the theme park community, or people that have worked in or with a theme park. I give my opinions, plus I review the latest Disney, Marvel, or Pixar movie. So head over to youtube.com slash c slash bigbeautifuldiz and hit that red subscribe button. I'll see you over there, everyone. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Remy here. Check us out. I know you guys like listening to Remy's Roundtable on iHeartRadio and Spotify, but we are also on Newsly. So it's a an app where you guys can check out all your headlines as well. But most importantly, you guys can listen to Remy's Roundtable. Head on over to newsly.me and put in that promo code REMY, that's R-E-M-Y, and you guys will be able to get a one-month free subscription to Newsly. Once again, guys, that is newsly.me. Put in that promo code REMY, R-E-M-Y, and you guys can get that one-month free subscription. And now back to Remy's Roundtable. I'm Leslie Joe of Tidbits Podcast, and you're listening to Remy's Roundtable. Shake that thing, miss. Can I, can I shake that thing, miss? Hanna better shake that thing, yeah. Donna, Donna, Jordi and Rebecca, woman, get busy. 
Welcome back, everybody, to Remy's Roundtable, streaming on all podcasting platforms, including iHeartRadio and Spotify. You guys have until August 31st to vote for us. That's vote.orlandoweekly.com. And uh, Remy's Roundtable made it as a finalist on their ballot. So that's vote.orlandoweekly.com. And please vote for our lovely program, which is Remy's Roundtable. So welcome back, everybody. I'm a flame, can I call my name and it is my fame It's a good girl, turn me on till I earn them on Let's get it on, let's get it on till I earn them on Girl, it's a good just turn me on Of course you guys know me, my name is Remy and with me we have our crew We have, well minus one little crew member We have my good Don't call him little He's not little, he's 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 hanging with his, with his family so he'll be back with us in a couple of weeks uh, sitting in tonight, we have my lovely wife, Jen, and we also have my dangerous co-host, my partner in crime, from the Nerd Archive podcast, we have Lewis. And guys, it is now it is now time for... It's time to rise above the butt jokes and have droid humor and actually learn something. This is the five-minute professor. Greetings and salutations, Professor. How are you doing this evening? I am doing well, Remy, and the round table. It is good to be with you. It's good. It's good to be you're back with us, sir. I'm I'm happy that you're back with us on the round table. And you got back from a vacation. How was your vacation, sir? It was uh, spectacular. I uh, we went to a resort that is uh, in the Dominican Republic. I am marginally embarrassed to say that I went to the Dominican Republic. And I do that because the Dominican Republic is a spectacular country of which I saw from the airport to the resort and back and nothing else. There is nothing Dominican about the resort I was in except for the staff, which were spectacular. I didn't go to the Dominican Republic. I flew to Punta Cana and I drove to a resort and I stayed on a resort which could just as easily have been in Altamont Springs except for the ocean was there. Uh, I mean, but it was not like I was in the Dominican Republic. I, you know, I've done some traveling and this is the least like I was in the country that I was in of any place. I didn't need to know Spanish. Every person I interacted with knew English and several other languages on top of English. I'm struggling with the one I know and they've got that and three, four, seven, nine uh other languages there was a one gentleman that we uh that we had some interactions with and he was his family was originally from haiti but he had grown up in the dominican republic and he's got eight languages under his belt and he would just he was explaining things and he would explain them in multiple languages in a row and i speaking i speak english that may not be obvious but um i speak english i can hear individual words in spanish when people are talking in Spanish, I can't hear the sentence. I can take out individual vocabulary words. But I studied, and there was a point in time when I was capable of carrying on conversations in French. That time has passed. That was 20 years of the past. Uh, but uh, I said, can we try French? And he tried, and I failed. No. That was all on me. But it was, it was great to be there, and it was a, it was a spectacular, fun time. Uh, and if you just want to have a nice, relaxing Let's lay by the pool. Let's lay by the ocean. Let's eat some food. Let's just enjoy ourselves at a place. All-inclusive resorts are the way to go. Wow. How was the uh, How was the weather? It was great. We we had rain three times all overnight, all while we were in our room, 
all while we were asleep. Wow, Professor, you you, you haven't the best mi- part. You haven't missed anything yeah. over here. It, it was rainy, like almost every single day when you were on vacation, which is rain, 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 rain. I'm like, what in the I, world, I, I, Florida? Are you auditioning? Are you auditioning for a role as a weatherman in Florida? Because really, all the weatherman in Florida needs to be able to say is, uh, it's going to be a hot one today, at least a 40% chance of rain. <laughs> that, that's all you need to be able to say. For like eight months out of the year, all you need to say is, it's going to be hot. Attention, 40, attention, you know, so f- attention Florida. Uh, your, uh, what you call it? Your, uh, your Florida weather is eh, mostly 35% of rain. All right, 35% of rain, and that's it. <laughs> it just expect the rain at 3 o'clock and at 3 o'clock. <laughs> yep. No question. So I, I'm excited about today's topic. Bro. I am too. We're, we're both excited. Because I thought I knew for 100 for sure what I was going to be talking about. I do a lecture on the I was in. I'd never done one. Wow. You never you never done a lecture on St. Augustine. I ne- I'd never done one, and I'd never researched it. And I could tell that because the one thing, that one thing, think of a name that you say for sure I'm going to talk about when I talk about St. Augustine. A Ponce name of a person in history. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon is featured in the advertising for the city of St. Augustine. Yep. They, they, they had a national campaign. We heard it on the radio here, but it was national. <clears throat> advertising was Ponce de Leon saying that he had come back for the festivals for the whatever anniversary it was there is a very good chance that Ponce de Leon never once set foot on the land that is St. Augustine and even if he did he didn't found anything the the the, the exploration journey which Ponce de Leon did was eventually deciding that what he thought was an island was actually mainland North America because he felt he had gone far enough north and hadn't stopped seeing land. So then he just turned around and started heading south, went south along the east coast, probably closer to Daytona Beach than St. Augustine, went down around the Keys, came up on the Gulf Coast side, closer to Tampa. He's got more to do with Tampa history than he does to do with with uh, St. Augustine. And then he went further up into the Mississippi River. So Ponce de Leon has nothing to do with St. Augustine. Nothing. Nothing to do with St. Augustine. That's insane. That is insane, honey. You're absolutely right. That is insane. Because we're, we're and, and, always told that he founded or discovered Florida. But most of the history, which we were taught in school, is really legend. Very little of what you especially in elementary school, is real honest to good history. It's it's kind of like a retelling of a retelling of a story that was a good story. And like all histories, it was written by the winners. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is that Ponce de Leon is associated with St. Augustine because they want him to be associated with St. Augustine, but he has nothing to do with St. Augustine. Now, having said that, Pedro Menendez the Avales. You ever heard that name? Sounds like sounds Possibly. like a, sounds like a ship. No, like a ship it's name. not. It's it's not. It's Pedro Menendez de Avales, and, and this is just a one L, so it's not a y yes sound. It's an ul sound, and it is Spanish because Pedro Menendez was the, the family Avales, which was a uh, a very successful uh, part of the Barcelona kind of nobility uh, in Spain. He was the youngest of ten children. Wow, ten and, children! Yeah. Oh, you know, this is a different time. 
it was a different time. You Please. had as many kids as your wife or wives could turn out because most of them were going to die. I mean, uh, as early as so, the 1900s, mm-hmm. my, my great-grandmother was one of, like, 12 kids. Whoa. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. She was, like, number eight out of 12. What I mean, you're <clears throat> thinking back now. This is in the, the early 1500s. So if you're wealthy enough to be able to support a family, you can have as many kids as you want because you're supporting the family. You don't support individual kids. You're not sending them to daycare. You're not sending them. You're bringing in you, you get economies of scale. Because mm-hmm. you're going to bring in tutors, not English kings, uh, people to teach them things. And <laughs> you're, you're going to bring them in. Eight kids get taught. You get bang for your buck. Then you've got one kid. So you have as many kids as you can. And knowing that there's a billion things that can kill you. If you live in a city, some, if not all of them, will die of the plague. I mean, this is the reality of that time. We have come to a time when we take what we feel are precautions to make it so that... Our children don't die, but there was a point in time when many parents just knew that some of their kids were going to die. Presidential kids died. Uh, Abraham Lincoln's son died while he was president. Willie. That's right. Wow. But having said that, so this guy, Pedro Menendez, is, well, speaking about kids. So he is in charge of what we think of as the the, uh, Spanish treasure fleet in the mid-1500s. So... They've got an outpost in San Juan, and they've got an outpost in Havana, and they're going into Central America, into very northern South America, into Texas, and they're getting gold. Now, they're not mining gold. They're getting gold from the peoples that are there that have made things out of gold, and they're getting it from them. Probably. I know. Probably not a fair trade. But anyway, (laughs) so he's in getting this gold sent back to Spain. So in 1560, uh, the fleet gets broken up by a hurricane. So they're sailing back. There's like eight ships. And his son is in charge of one of the ships. And this the ship gets lost during the storm. It gets separated from the rest of the fleet. They don't know where it went. And he goes to the king and says, can I go look for my son? And the king says, nah. <laughs> wow. He's, he says, nah. Wow. <laughs> it's a ship full of gold. And he says, hey, can I can I, can I, I put together something so I can go and buy my son and the ship? And the king said, nah. Now, having said that, a little while later, 1565, the king finds that the French want to set up an outpost on mainland North America, south of where the British are. What we know as Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. What Juan Ponce de Leon called La Florida. All right. So they send Pedro Menendez out and he's going to go. Now, he's looking for his kid, but his kid's been gone for three years. His kid's gone. Right. But this is where he wanted to go anyway. Near where what is today Jacksonville. So this is Pedro Menendez's plan. He's going to sail up to where the French are and either go and attack them or He's going to find a place south of there and then come up and attack them. He finds the French. He finds three ships in a protected harbor area, and the weather turns bad. bad. Sorry, he had some bad experience with bad weather. So he south lands at the mouth of the St. John's River in St. Augustine. All right. Lands the ships. They go over 30 miles north to where the settlement is in Jacksonville, and they beat the snot. 
Oh, jeez. Now, while this is happening... The French show! But the French know that something's wrong at the French settlement, so they come down to try and find the Spanish, and another storm comes up, and their ships, their ships end up getting sunk. And the survivors of those shipwrecks end up on the beach about 20 miles south of where the Spanish are. So the Spanish have captured the French settlement, uh, Port Caroline it's called, um, and then they come down and they're back to where St. Augustine will eventually be. They call it St. Augustine because they first saw this space on the Feast of St. Augustine, the feast day of St. Augustine about eight days earlier. Then they go and they capture the French that are shipwrecked south of them. And, and they talk to them and fighting the French, they're not saying that they're fighting them because they're French. They're saying they're fighting them because they're Protestants, not Catholics. So a couple of the French soldiers say that they want to be Catholic. And a, a handful of them have useful skills. All right, so that is the, the founding of St. Augustine. Then they set up this colony. It becomes the oldest continuously occupied colonial city in the United States. Now, that's in mainland United States because San Juan is 44 years older. I want to put that into perspective. 44 years. That is essentially two generations of sailors and soldiers between when they founded Saint, uh, San Juan and when they founded St. Augustine. And it's still, I mean, this is 1565. They haven't founded Jamestown yet. They haven't founded Plymouth. Plymouth doesn't come until 1620. So there's generations of sailors that have gone to Puerto Rico have gone to Cuba, have not yet made it to Florida. Now, if you've been wow. to, to St. Augustine, the thing which stands out in your mind is the Castillo de San Marcos. Yes. Yes, because it's made out of the shells. It's the fort. It's the fort. Yes. Right? That wasn't built until 1695. For 140 years, this is a town. St. Augustine, the town on the other side of where that fort is, is all that St. Augustine is. So that every time the British decided they wanted to attack, they just did. And there was almost nothing stopping them. There's a garrison of people, but if you bring more people, you attack them, you take them out. So several times, pirates, privateers, and British Navy attacked and took over this town. So has it been occupied since 1565? Yes, just not by the same people, because wow. the British would come, kick everybody out, and the British would leave, and the Spanish would come back. They finally built this fort in 1695, and then the British came down from Carolina and besieged the fort for 58 days. So everybody that lived in St. Augustine was inside of the fort. They brought their animals in. If you ever go and see the tour, they show you where the things can be inside of it. Oh, yeah. Where, they, where they've got that moat, which you can use for animals. So they siege this place for 58 days. They get bored. They get frustrated. They burn the town down because the people weren't in the town. The people were in the fort hey, where Lewis. the not dying happens. Hey, Lewis, burn, burn, burn. Uh, let it burn, baby. All right, so that's the history part. Until 1763, Florida, along with its capital, which was St. Augustine, was ruled by the Spanish. So until 1763, it was ruled by the Spanish. From 1763 until 1783, the British held Florida as their 14th colony. When the revolution came, the only colony which did not declare its independence was Florida. And British loyalists came down from the other colonies and populated St. Augustine, populated a little south of St. Augustine in a place called New Smyrna. The Spanish colonists 
most of them had left and gone to Havana. In 1783, when the British have lost everything else in North America, they decide to bail out of Florida. So what's the natural thing for them to do? Buy it. They gave it back to Spain. Ah. Yeah, they wouldn't even take it, right? They had nope. right, just they or they wouldn't even they, like buy it. They wouldn't yeah. buy it. There was no no. There was no selling. The British just said, "Here, have it back. You can have it. You can have it back." So from 1783 until 1821, the Spanish were again in charge, and many of the British loyalists didn't leave. Now there was some exchange because. Uh, what the Spanish did was they gave up uh, the Bahamas and the British gave up Florida. Right. And some of those British colonists went to the Bahamas and the folks in New Smyrna had been doing so badly, they filled in the void of those British colonists in St. Augustine. So St. Augustine is still the capital of Florida at the time and Spain is the ruler, but the majority population of the capital city is British. Wow, 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 wow. In 1821... In 1821, the U.S. purchased Florida from Spain without spending any money. All of Florida was purchased by forgiving $5 million in debt to Spain, which Spain couldn't pay anyway. Andrew Jackson became the first military governor, and East Florida, which was pretty much nobody lived interior of Florida. So you lived along the St. John's River and south, mm -hmm. and you didn't live very that. far south. West Florida, which was Gulf Coast, Pensacola was the capital, they combined West Florida and East Florida moved the capital to Tallahassee because it was halfway between Pensacola and St. Augustine. That makes a lot of sense. It does, yeah. yeah. And that and that ended in 1824, it ended St. Augustine's 260-year run as Florida's capital. So in two years, Tallahassee will have 200 years under its belt. And then if this country can stay together for another <laughs> 60 years after that, uh, well, Tallahassee's got a shot. You got that right. All right, now, uh, St. Augustine was pretty much cleaned out by the naval blockade by the Union during the Civil War. Like, the people left. They, they weren't forced out, but because they couldn't get supplies in, and it was pretty much just, you know, all supplies, everything came in from other places by boat because it's a protected port area there. Right. Uh, so most of the people just moved out because they, they weren't self-sufficient. They couldn't have everything which they needed in Florida at the time. But after the Union recaptured the town in 1862, residents started to return, and the town slowly developed into a large seaside town. It was a, a big-ish town, 10,000-ish people. In 1883, Henry Flagler, ever hear that name? Flagler, yeah, Flagler, Be Flagler Beach, yeah. yeah. Henry Flagler visited Florida during the winter. He saw some great potential. Tons of money, along with um, uh, J.P. Morgan. Uh, and so, but it wasn't with railroads until he came to Florida. He built a railway line along the east coast of Florida, and he built hotels along the way, including mm -hmm. the Hotel Ponce de Leon, which is now a part of Flagler College, the Hotel uh, Alcazar, which is now the Leitner Museum in uh, in St. Augustine, and he purchased the Casa Monica Hotel, which is still in operation today. That's mm -hmm. uh, that's a hotel. It's 120, 130 years old. We've seen that. Yeah, we did see that. Yeah, another little We've tour. Been to the, the Lightner. Yeah, we did. We went to Lightner, but we also went to that to the little tour of the uh, the hotel in uh, San Augustine, which is which is magnificent, really beautiful too. And the college, absolutely. You know, he yeah. yeah, he didn't build that one, but he bought it and then he refurbished it. Wow. Now the city has a regional airport. Uh, my favorite thing that live in San Augustine right now, just below its peak. Its peak was in the uh, 1960 census, where it had about 14,800 people. Whoa. So the city has a central airport, 
It has three runways and two seaplane lanes, but there's no regular flights in and out of St. Augustine. You fly out of Jacksonville. And that is the lecture in St. Augustine. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because this is the one place that we've been, like, we want we want to go to St. Augustine for our honeymoon, and that's one of the be- yeah, best ones we want to check out. almost three years, and we haven't had a honeymoon. <laughs> well, it happens. It does yeah. happen. We we had two. Lucky duck. <laughs> Not hooray, right hooray. away. We didn't go right away. We got, I know. We got I married know. in October of 2020. So uh, we, yeah, we didn't we COVID. didn't go right away, but we went. Uh, well, we, we got we, married. We had a couple of trips. We got married in July 21st, and then the next day I started my job. She did as a teacher. So yeah. I had to like I had to go to training and things like that before I could go and do anything. To have any training to be married to Remy. Well, I mean, technically, yes. I, I have training as a teacher, so that kind of helps. You know, working with little <laughs> ones. That sort of counts. Helps me work that with And a tetanus shot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the tetanus shot, actually. Yeah, that probably would work, too. And, uh, yeah, if you had worked at daycare, I'd say maybe you're a little more qualified. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On that, on that note, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have the quiz with the five-minute professor. Guys, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. You guys are listening to Remy's Roundtable. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable with Remy, Scott, and Jen. Do you like Disney? Do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants? Then you must try Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Joe, Alex, and Jen will keep you entertained as they deep dive into all things Disney. Visit DizHis.com or follow us on all social media at DizHis65. We even have a YouTube channel. Just search DizHis anywhere, and I hope you give us a listen. What's up, everybody? This is comedian James Yan, and you are listening to Remy's Roundtable. Welcome back, everybody, to Remy's Roundtable, streaming on all podcasting platforms. You guys want to find us. We're on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and right there on TikTok as well. Uh, you guys have until, like I said, August 31st to vote for Remy's Roundtable. We are a finalist on Best of Orlando Weekly. So head on over to vote.orlandoweekly.com and vote for us. So welcome back, everybody. Of course, you guys know the crew tonight. My name is Remy, and with me, as always, is my dangerous host, my partner in crime. We have Lewis from the Nerd Archive podcast, and we also have my lovely wife, Jen, on the program as well. So, Professor, we are actually in the process of moving. We are actually in the process of moving into a different area. And, uh, looking for something. We're looking for something right now. So, But I tell you, man, the market right now, it is hard. It is hard Awful. to find a new spot to live and it's just it's driving us crazy we might end right up now in podunk <laughs> at this so point i i am not surprised to hear this because uh the lady and i uh were looking for a new place for uh well a year and a half um and then we finally stopped 
we finally stopped. We decided in uh, mid-May that we weren't going to keep looking. We had we had put down deposits on nine homes, and um, none really? of them went through. And we just said, you know, we're going to sign our lease. We'll stay for another year and see what things are like next year. So that's that's where we are. I totally understand the frustration. Yeah. Uh, and we decided instead of going through the trying to get a home that we would go on vacation. <laughs> so that's what we did instead with the money we had set aside for our down payment. Right. <laughs> I mean, we, we, good, we do have a good real estate agent and uh, she helped us. She helps us out with, you know, certain, figuring out things, figuring out things like where exactly we need to look into where we need to different programs that are available and yeah things like that it's just the market is so sucky right now and it's just it's hard so it's, we're like oh. it's it's not terrible if you're trying to sell no it's not and it's all it, it you know is awful really bad if you're looking for a place to rent now too is they will not show you the house some of the places will not show you the house unless you put down and you applied to live there so you have to spend 100 125 dollars some of some of these places to apply and get a background check on you before they'll ever even let you look at the the apartment or the the um house that you want to you want to possibly rent or even move into so like i can understand that for certain things i'm not going to move somewhere if your your place is gross yeah like that's 100% I mean, there are places. I, I totally work. understand, and, and and I wish that the government of Florida was more concerned about people that didn't own property, mm-hmm. but they're much more concerned about people that own property. So the the laws in place really are to the benefit of people that own property, not the people that rent property. Very yeah. true, Professor. Very true. Well, yeah, and so like, and we're trying to find like a three bedroom, two bathroom in Florida, in in Central Florida, and everything, and it's just it's difficult. It really is. It's just hard. Uh, we found one. We kept it. You See, can't have ours. But we're we're in a place where currently we only have a two two, and we want to. We don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> we don't... I I have a suggestion which I will give you off air so no one else hears it. All okay. right, we'll hear we'll we'll hear we'll that. Definitely we'll, yeah, we'll that. definitely listen. Yeah, we'll definitely listen to that. But guys, it is now time for us to do the quiz with the five minute professor, and our quiz once again is on Saint Augustine. What do you have for us, uh, Louis? You haven't taken the quiz with me before, so you you may not be super aware of how this works. We're going to have eleven questions. We're going to start with Saint Augustine. And it's going to come back around at the end. Last week was, I believe, the best they have ever done. They made a struggling comeback um, to 78. I No, <laughs> we got sure. better than that. We did get a better score than la- 78, yeah. We've uh, gotten better no, scores no. than 78. You have gotten better scores than that, but that is Look at that. your score is from last week. Oh, last my month. God. Okay. It was bad last, right. last time. It was right, really so, bad. We so almost got a beat. Not a ton of pressure on you. <laughs> Right. All right. So here we go. Question number one. In spite of being a town of only 14,000 residents, St. Augustine is going to host a concert by what 82-year-old rock drummer in September? A rock and roll drummer was a part of a a quartet. Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Ringo uh, Starr appeared in the 1987 film... The Return of Bruno, starring what action figure who is probably not going to be making any more movies? Marlon Brando. 
Um, no. Marlon Brando will definitely not be making any movies, He's and I dead. don't ever remember thinking of him as an action star. Exactly. Um, Christopher Reeves. He's uh, also dead. Reeves is almost certainly not going to be making any films because he is in fact deceased. Um, right. Come on, so honey. Let me find some. Star, let though. me think about so, somebody so who's Lewis an action star who's alive. Alive and not likely to be making any new movies. You see, that's the thing. That is a very contemporary twist to the story. He is not likely to be making any more movies. He's announced his retirement from film, which most actors don't announce their retirement. They just stop making movies. The only two. Oh, Bruce okay. Willis. Bruce Willis is absolutely correct. There we go. There we go. Okay. Well, he had to because he's sick. Yeah. Well, right. So he is not likely to make any more movies, right? Correct. That's, okay. that's a clue. <laughs> oh, right. shush. You didn't get it. You said listen, a dead person. Listen. I know. I know. <laughs> Yeah, Marlon Brando will not be in any new movies. And he Bruce was never Willis. an action star. Correct. Bruce Willis <laughs> starred for a limited run on Broadway from 2015 to 2016 in a role that originated in film by the recently deceased James Caan. In what play based off of a movie, based off of a book by Stephen King? Bruce oh, Willis starred in a limited damn. run on Broadway in 2015 to 16 in a role that originated in film. Crap. Um, by recently deceased James Kahn in what play based off of a movie based off of a book by Stephen King misery misery is absolutely correct nicely done yeah. good job good job Lewis the screenplay for mystery uh, for misery was written by the same person who wrote the screenplay for which of these films Chaplin the movie Maverick the Princess Bride all the President's Men. The screenplay for Misery was written by the same man who wrote the screenplay for which of these films? The movie Chaplin, starring Robert Downey Jr., the movie Maverick, starring Mel Gibson, The Princess Bride, or All the President's Men? I'm going to take my guess, and my guess is The Princess Bride. All right. What's your guess, Lewis? I'm going to go with The uh, the Princess Men. Uh, the President's Men. All the President's yeah, Men. The President's Men, yeah. The, the story of the Watergate break-in. Correct. Um, all right. And, Jen, which one do you want to go with? Maverick. Chaplin or Maverick? Maverick? Well, it turns out that every one of those answers is correct because all of them were written by the same man, William Golding. Wow. wow. Okay. All of them. First of all, I want, uh, first fact, of all, I want to say, Lewis, what the heck, man? Princess Men? Really? I, I, <laughs> he man, missed, I heard you. He Princess, Bride. Princess Bride. All, all, all royalty men. goes to Princess Men. Hey, all, man, I got two rights already, so... Exactly, and he didn't need your help. According to Golding's screenplay for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, because he also wrote the screenplay for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the title characters died in what landlocked South American country? According to Golding's screenplay oh. for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance oh, Kid, no. the title characters died in what landlocked South American country? Even though we don't see them die, we're told on the screen that they died. I'm going to say uh, Nigeria. No! Nigeria's in Africa. Oh, wait, is that... Oh, my God. Wow, wrong country. Wrong country. Oh, I don't, country, I don't wrong know. Continent. Wrong continent. Wrong, wrong continent. continent. Yeah, wrong continent. They don't even know my... And they died in South America. Oh. Yes. Okay, then you, you go. You, 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 you give an answer. Well, now I can... Actually, in South America. Um, but for some reason, I'm thinking it's Bolivia. Bolivia is absolutely yes. correct. Yes. Wow. It's one of only two landlocked South American countries. That's the thing. There's only two. There's Uruguay and there's Bolivia. Those are the only two that are landlocked. 
everybody else has some access to the ocean, whether it's Pacific or the Atlantic. Bolivia has the world's largest reserves of what least metal that is used for for electric cars and mobile devices. Bolivia has the world's largest reserves of what least dense metal that is used for batteries for electric lithium. cars and mobile. Lithium, lithium is absolutely yeah. yes. correct. Nice work. Lithium has an atomic number of three. What are the two gases that have lower atomic numbers than lithium? Hydrogen and helium. Hydrogen and helium. And we are almost perfect on the round so far. Woohoo! Let's, Let's go. Jinx us. Let's go. The, the uh, record for most helium balloons released at once was for the disastrous Balloon Fest 86. In what city on one of the U.S. Great Lakes? Utah. The record for most helium. Oh, Utah my God. Is a, a state. It's a sta Dang, it and was. And it's not one of the Great Lakes. Guys. For the most million balloons released at once was for the disastrous Balloon Fest 86. I'm already, I'm taking 10 points off of your total score. Don't, please don't. Oh, no. Because Remy can't help it that he's Remy that does, way. Yes, I'm sorry. Remy is a, is a dumbass who doesn't know geography. So. <laughs> the record for most helium released at once is for the disastrous balloon fest 86 in what city along the u.s great lakes all right everybody gets a guess chicago chicago not a bad guess though definitely along lake michigan all right so it's definitely along lake michigan uh, you know i'm not asking about the lake i'm asking about the city in what city along the u.s great lakes okay um... so lewis says chicago which is not a bad guess at all well, it's close to a Great Lake. Yes. Versus Utah. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I'm going to say Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a state. Uh, it's a sta God I'm dang it. For a city. De okay. Detroit. That's in Michigan. And it is a city. And it is along a Great Lake. But not right. Dang it. Longish a Great Lake. Oh, goodness. Near Great Lake. Um, All right, honey, your turn. It would be a mistake to name this city. It would be a mistake. A mistake to name the city? The record for the most helium balloons released oh, at once flip. was for the disastrous Balloon Fest 86. What they did was they released almost 1.5 million balloons so that they could beat Disneyland. Whoa. And it was a rainy afternoon, so they released them just before the rain started. Then the rain came, cooled down the balloons, and they all came back down to Earth. They, they went out into the lake. They went. Oh my God! They uh, oh. they they covered intersections. I can't it, think it of any disaster. cities around Milwaukee. Right. <laughs> Milwaukee is a city near a Great Lake, but it is not a right answer. What is the uh, answer, it Professor? Is Cleveland. Oh Cleveland. my God! Cleveland rocks. Which is, which is the mistake by the lake? That's why I gave you that clue there as we got closer to the end. Did not know which, anything. Which Cleveland team has won the most championships? Which Cleveland team has won the most championships? Their NBA team, the Cavaliers, their NFL team, the Browns, or their Major League Baseball team, which is now known as the Guardians and used to be called the Indians. Which Indian. of those teams has won the most championships? I want you to decide on just one because it's only a one out of three guess. Okay. So I want you to decide on just one together. We got to think about this. So it can't be it can't so be the Guardians, the Cavaliers, it's or the Browns. It's not the Browns. It's definitely not, it's definitely not the Browns. That is for one thing. Zero by the Browns. Suck. And then there's two by the Cavaliers. So it's got to be the Indians. But how, how many of the Indians how many, won? Yeah. How many, how many uh, champions champions did the Indians win? That's the question. How many How many oh. champions did the they Guardians. win? The Guardians. Well, Indians, Guardians, you know. I mean, I, I'm just trying to think but, here. 
Yeah, they've only been the Guardians for a short period of time, and they have won nothing in that short period of time. All right, so we got to think. LeBron James. No, LeBron James was not part of the Cavaliers. Yes, he was. Wait, yes, LeBron he was. He was, was part, part of the Cavs. Cavaliers. LeBron was definitely part of the Cavaliers. I'm going to go with what Lewis said. I'm going to say it has to be the Indians. Then. But I'm going to go with the Cavs. The Cavs has the Cavs. Well, we have to make a unanimous well, yeah. decision, dude. I know, but I'm, th- I'm saying I'm saying this because the Cavs have the Cavs have one more. They have you one more championships with I'm, LeBron I'm James. Not going to, I'm not going to make you come up with just one answer. I will accept both of your wrong answers because it is the Browns. Wow. Seriously? They suck. The Browns have four NFL championships and all four of the AAFC championships from 1946 to 1949. Oh, so okay. So the Browns have four, the Cavs have two. And the Indians have none. That's what I was. Oh, wow. wow, I was completely off. No. But but the Browns but were. Suck. It's been a while since the Browns <laughs> yeah, were good. Yeah, the forties. Good God. The forties. Right, now, did they're you called know the Browns because they're shit. Duh. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you should say that because the Browns were named for their first head coach and general manager, Paul Brown. Why? Uh, and he was he was their head coach for almost thirty years, and then he got fired by. Art Modell. Okay. Today, what other NFL team plays in a stadium that is named for Paul Brown? What other NFL team plays in a stadium named for Paul Brown? Hmm. I'm trying to think. And Jen, you're trying to think. Lewis, you're trying to think. Uh, let's go with a. Let's go. You guys. You guys got. You, I don't have any team. I don't have a team to think of that has Paul Brown Stadium or Paul Brown this. Dang, that's hard. Lewis, you, you got a, you got a team you're thinking of? No, I can't think of a team. You can't think of any team. Jen, how about you? Can you think of a team? The Colts? Not the Colts. Colts not a terrible choice. Not terrible. Same general part of the country. General, the Midwest. I am going. I am going to say it's an NFL team. It's an NFL team. An NFL team. Baltimore Ravens. That is not. That's East Coast. The same general area. That's as I that's am. it. That's Atlantic. That's Atlantic. Okay. All right, Lewis. West Coast. It, more um, Midwest, I'm thinking, is what he's saying. It's Midwest, and of late, they have not been a good team. And I say of late, I mean this century, like the Browns. Oh, is We're 22 sh- years into a century, so Lewis, I'm not just what about saying. the Bears? What about the Chicago Bears? Lewis, what are you thinking of, man? I can't think of a team right now. Think, 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 right, well, think I don't think I have any NFL team. Either. This is the Cincinnati Bengals. <sighs> Oh, they do. So start. when he got they fired do. by Art Modell, he got hired by the Bengals, and he was the general manager and coach for the Bengals when they <sighs> started in the NFL, and they were pretty successful at the beginning. But that is why it is Paul Brown Stadium. Oh, wow. Bengals are Tigers. Bengals are Tigers. But what U.S. city is home to the Bridge of Lions, connecting the mainland with the barrier island over Matanzas Bay? St. Augustine. St. Augustine is absolutely correct. Yay! Make it a, a comeback on the final question. This is unbelievable. You guys started out really, really strong. You, you struggled a little bit with those balloon fest questions and then the NFL question. Yeah, us. we did. Our score this week, unbelievably, exactly the same as last week, 78.5. All right. Yay. We almost got a B. Right. Started strong and came back. But uh, there you go. Next so, one, we um, got to do the same so we can get a three-peat. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I don't know that's how three-peats work. No. Um, <laughs> coming in fourth in the American League East is not a three-peat. No, <laughs> absolutely not. 
All right, so uh, Lewis, uh, since you are the new member of the roundtable, you get to choose the next lecture for the next month. So what do you want to learn about, man? Oh, wow. Great putting me on the spot like that. Come well, on, know, man. I want you're, you to think about it for a couple minutes. Think about it for a couple minutes, Lewis. You can send me an email. You can let me know. There's no rush for you to tell me right this minute. I don't want you to have something you know, just jump off the top of your head and then think of something much better two days from now. Uh, I want to get my plugs in. So um, I'll let you think while I get my plugs in. All right. So, so where can, where can I, everybody I do, check you out, Professor? Uh, so I do uh, two live shows a week now. I do a live show on Tuesday night at Post Time Lounge and Cafe. We start at 6 o'clock. We're done by 8 o'clock. Nice early uh, half-price pizzas on Tuesday night if you come out to Post Time Lounge and Cafe. Uh, on Wednesday night, I have a new show that started at the Gators Dockside in Oviedo. And uh, I like pronouncing it that way because that's exactly how it's spelled. And it's named for the Spanish city of Oviedo. So it turns out Oviedo and the chickens are wrong. Uh, but I'm, I'm there on Wednesday night. We start at 7. We're done by 9 o'clock. And that is just a, it, it's a really solid restaurant out there. They do a really good job. A lot of good food choices. A lot of good drink choices. Great in-house sound system. Tons of TVs. If the Red Sox are playing, we can watch the Red Sox. If your team's playing, no. I can throw it up on the screen. Uh, it, it's, it, it's a great show. If you want to find out more details about what the 5-Minute Professor is doing, go to 5-Minute Professor on Facebook. Spell out the word 5. Spell out the word minute. Spell out the word professor. It is ex spelled exactly the same as if there were just less than half a dozen very small professors. It's spelled the same as if it was five minute professors or the five minute professor. It's the same spelling, but make sure you spell professor right. Make sure you spell out the word five and you can find me on Facebook. Uh, and uh, also on Thursday nights, I do a show with my lovely wife. And that show is The Lady and the Professor. We spend very little time making fun of each other. Um, so it's not like this show at all. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, hey, and, and that's sometimes can... the best content. Yes, it is. It is definitely the best content to pick on me. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can uh, you can find that information, uh, Lady and the Professor. You just have to be able to spell the word professor. It's it's live on Thursdays from 8.30 until 9.30, quarter till 10. Uh, you can watch the archives. We have 90 shows. And I know that's nothing compared to what Remy's Roundtable has. Um, it, it's, it's big for us because uh, we didn't even think we'd stay married this long. So um, there's there's that. Um, but, uh, and that's, that's what you can find out about, uh, about what I've got going on. Professor, as always, thank you so much for coming on and we will see you next month on whatever lecture, uh, Lewis can think of. So we will keep you posted and, uh, guys, like the professor said, you guys can check him out on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at his live shows, including the lady and the professor on Facebook live. Professor, thank you so much for hanging out with us this evening. Great having uh, the time to talk with you guys. Good uh, question for the professor. Um, have you done a lecture on Puerto Rico? I don't. I desperately want to. Um, I would like to know that all of my discussions of Puerto Rico remind uh, people that uh, the territory of Puerto Rico uh, w it has been a territory far longer than any possible justification. Right. Assuming that to be a state they should be a state if they don't want to be a state depends on when they when, when the the plebiscite has been held um and there are certain nationalists that have been involved in you know assassination attempts on the united states president um we'll talk about that probably i think the greatest disservice that the united states has done prior to the trump presidency 
um, to Puerto Rico is that in 1918, when we needed recruits, we retroactively made Puerto Rican territorial residents citizens of the United States retroactively to 1900 just so we could draft them into the military. That actually happened. In the last yep. 120 years, they changed, they made people that were not citizens retroactively citizens. So they couldn't have had any possible benefit of citizenship. And I don't know how much benefit there is to citizenship in a territory None. that doesn't even get to vote for president. And and then they retroactively made them citizens just so they could fight on our behalf. Yeah, that's your country. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm oh, I know. I, I know you know. <laughs> I don't think Remy knew, but the way that the United States is not really an imperial power. You can't tell that from the way we treated Puerto Rico. You can't tell. No, we cannot. Uh, pr professor, as always, thank you so much for coming on with us this evening. And guys, coming up next, Inaccurate News with Lewis. And uh, guys, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable. Hey, this is Scott from the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. We're streaming everywhere every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Join us as we discuss adulting, parenting, relationship issues, and then we talk about some pop culture news, some strange news, and other current events. Once again, that's the No New Friends podcast every Sunday night, streaming everywhere. And now back to this episode of Remy's Roundtable. Hey, it's Stained from Big Beautiful Diz, and you're listening to Remy's Roundtable, streaming on all major podcasting platforms. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Remy's Roundtable, streaming on all podcasting platforms. You guys want to find us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and right there on TikTok. I do post videos when I'm out at Universal with my shirt off, okay? So coming up next, guys, we are going to go ahead and wrap everything up with inaccurate news with Lewis. So welcome back, everybody. Of course, you guys know the crew tonight. My name is Remy, and with me, as always, is my dangerous co-host, my partner in crime. We have Lewis from the Nerd Archive podcast, and we also have my lovely wife, Jen, on the program as well. The brains of the operation. That's right, the brain of the operation the, of the entire crew. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, first of all, guys, I would like to give a shout-out to my lovely wife right now because <laughs> here's why. Next, oh next week is our three-year anniversary. That's three years married. Three years married, yes. And uh, we are on our anniversary day. We are actually be we are actually gonna be going to St. Augustine for our anniversary. We're gonna do all the touristy stuff. We may go to a couple. It's of one of our favorite things to do. Yep. And like I said, the lecture and quiz 
was by our very own the five minute professor he gave our lecture and quiz on uh saint augustine and we are next month we are be, we are going to do the next lecture and quiz and our very own lewis picked out the topic so lewis what is our lecture and quiz going to be on next month well next month we are going to we're going home uh we're going to do the lecturing quiz uh about puerto rico uh, i want I'll, i would like a lot of people to learn from this so even though we should be teaching this in school we don't we so don't teach anything about it we do yeah. they don't yeah i mean the, no. the school board's like puerto rico where's Look. that School board's not even wanting to teach about African-American history or real American history in the first place. So there we go. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, I had some, when I moved here, I shipped my car from Puerto Rico here and someone asked me, why didn't you drive it? Um, I'm like, because first of all, Puerto Rico is an island. Uh, second of all, that's it. No more. There's water. It's an island. Uh, it's it's, it's <laughs> not a hover car and it's not a. I'm sorry. Do you, I'm sorry. Do you mean amphibi car? It's not an amphibious car. Yeah, that's it's what we're going to be talking about um, next month. So I'm very excited. Hopefully you guys are excited as me. And I hope you learn a lot from it. And hopefully I don't look like uh, an ass that I can't answer the questions because that would be embarrassing. So speaking, of, speaking about the quiz, we did pretty decent. Mm. I think we did pretty decent. It was the same score. We did a lot better than we, I yeah, thought we would. Yeah, we did. We did a lot better. But I mean, Lewis brought a team. He helped, He actually helped us out. He, a lot. A lot, yeah. So, and with me fucking up, which you guys are going to hear, which you guys are going to hear, you know what? <laughs> Listen here, okay? Hey, Remy, you miss every single shot you never take. So, I'm glad that you took every single shot that you could. There we and, go. Positive. I mean, you still missed, you still missed them. But um, what I'm saying is, great job. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. See, we don't do positive with Remy. Positive reinforcements, all positive right? Positive reinforcement does this not work with Remy. <laughs> But this is my first episode as a dangerous co-host, so I got to keep my job, you know? Well, that's um, going to get you to lose your job. Scott's the one who usually picks on him the most. And, I know. And that's, that's true. his job. <laughs> Which, I mean, Lewis and Scott can team together and be like, all right, let's pick on Remy on the next okay, episode. We let's can't do all three, it. I guess, I guess we can't all three gang up on you. It has to be. No, so we should no, you change guys can. the name on the podcast to the Remy's Roast Table. Actually, I have, yes. so, actually, I have somebody in mind who can do a roast on the round table. They are local comedians, Ooh. but we also have a local podcaster who actually does a pretty damn good job in a uh, certain in a uh, certain monologue on the No New Friends podcast. I want Chris Yob to roast me. Ooh, that sounds good. I want Chris to roast. Just tell me all Chris the jokes. Funny. Tell me whatever he can think of. And uh, speaking of local comedians, we might be able to invite James Yon on, Miguel Colon. We might be able to invite uh, Marcus Crespo on. Let's not on, give so. all of our secrets I away, I know, it's our secrets. But you know what? These are great comedians. And I think you guys, whoever is in the – if you guys are listening to this, I know you guys are part of the uh, Central Florida community. But you guys need to go check out stand-up comedy at the Orlando Improv or wherever you guys can check out free uh, comedy in the local state of Florida. Or not free comedy so that the comedians actually make money. Oh, I know they do. Alright, so guys, it is now guys, it is now time for <laughs> 
It is now time for Inaccurate News with Lewis. All right. So all these news, um, Remy sends them to me and I read them. So it is his fault if they are not real. So with that being said, let's get started. So I picked a couple um, that were very interesting and we're going to read them because I don't have the brain capacity to learn all these. So um Let's go with a uh, a new Minion popcorn bucket is now available at Universal Resort. But is it new? It, it actually is new. I saw the pictures of it today, and it's a little Minion in a uh, floaty. He's actually in a little floaty. Whoever is listening out there in Facebook world, please, please, please Google or figure out something, because I just don't think it's new. I don't. Okay, so who is, out of, out of us, who, because it's not me, so out of you, um, who is a Minions fan. Me. Okay, I'm I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but they need to stop. Oh they no, I totally do. agree with that part. And and I don't mean the movies because they they are entertaining. Just I feel like Universal Studios is milking the Minions. Yes, and it's of getting. Of course they are. Okay, to me, it's getting sick. To me, the Minions like Disney milks everything. That's true. But here's the thing, man. To me, the Minions is like an updated version of Alvin and the Chipmunks. All right. Yes, it's like the I same, can see that. It's the same thing, except you have a younger Dave who is, you know, got that dad bod going. He's being an evil genius, and he has thousands and thousands of Alvin and Simon and Theodore just running around. But, you just blew my mind. I I didn't think about it like that, and that is so accurate. But they, but they're all yellow. Unlike all right. news, but um. But that being said, uh, Blizzard Beach might have. My re might be reopening on September thirteenth. Yeah, I, I saw that from and I heard it from a couple of cast members. Uh, they're just working a, a few kinks out before they can reopen their uh, their water park. That sounds fun. I haven't been in one of those water parks in a minute. Have you? One have thing you, I'm excited. Have you been to? It. Have you been to Typhoon or Blizzard Beach? In the last year, no, but I I have where I used to have the uh, annual pass for both. All right. <laughs> honey, how, um, honey, how about you? Have you have you been to Blizzard Beach or Typhoon Lagoon? I don't think I have, actually. I went to the one that, the SeaWorld thing that uh, was... Aquatica. Aquatica. So I've yeah. never been to Typhoon too. Lagoon or Blizzard Beach. I lo- yeah, I, that one's I, good. Lo- I love Aquatica. I really do. All right. So out of these news, there's two things that got me very excited. As Not as much as the song you just played. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, the two movie news. Oh wait, um, wait, wait! wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You mean this? You mean this song? Not that one, but that one gets me excited too. There we go. <laughs> yes. All right. With that Lewis, being said, he dan- He he and his uh, groomsmen came out to this song. Nice. You should have known that the empire was coming. <laughs> yeah. So my listen. Like- so my like long story short, when I uh, I told the DJ that I want to come out <laughs> to a song, and he's like, "What song I want to come out to?" I'm like, "I want my boys and I to come out to Imperial March, just walking down the aisle." Yeah, I didn't find that out until after we got married. Hey, that that's a great great song. So and um, it was per- it was perfect, just mwah, top yeah. top of the list. It was just perfect, just walking down the aisle here, because it's not fair to the groomsmen. We need a song too. All right. Now, and I'm saying that from all to, to all of our married uh, listeners out there, it's not fair that the husbands cannot have their have our own song to walk down the aisle. Listen, you had it for your wedding day. I had it for my wedding night. Hey, naughty, naughty, getting it on yeah. to Imperial March. No, it is. Um, well, 
going back to the Neckard news, um, the movie news, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are moving forward with Bad Boys 4. I hope that's true. You know why? I've always been a big fan of both actors and just and the movies in general. But when they did Bad Boys 3, I waited 15 yeah. plus years for that that third movie and i it bad boys 2 is one of those movies that i can just sit down and just watch for no reason bad boys it's, bad boys 2 is a classic film it really oh is. yeah the, it's one of those franchises that the first one the second one is better than the first one and i'm sorry i'm gonna get a lot of hate maybe but that i i will i'm willing to die on this mountain okay all of you haters shut up i agree the second one is pretty good compared to the first one you get to know them a little bit better. I mean, here's, here's the cool thing about Bad Boys Two, and uh, my uncle, he was actually oh, one of the yeah. stunt, he was actually one of the stunt drivers and a stunt coordinator oh, on Bad on Bad Boys Two. And that's awesome. And he sh- he showed me some pictures behind the scene, and he was actually taking uh, pictures with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence right there on the set. And I'm like, dude, your job is awesome. That is sick. I wish I had that job. Um, I think the the coolest thing I ever did was when I first started my career for Disney, I was a housekeeper and I cleaned, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, crap. This story is not as good anymore. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. So, so you clean, so you clean this celebrity's room. Was it, right. was it, was it, was it pretty trashy? Yeah. Um, I walk in and they had just checked in in the room and it looked like they had been there for a good week already. For a good week, huh? Yeah. So Yeah. It was fun. All right. Um, also, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm excited about it. But Back to the Future reboot, I don't know. I am The only not... reason I'm excited about it is because it's I, I'm a big fan of, when, of remakes just because I want to see what they can do. Am I disappointed when it doesn't make it as good as the first one? Not right. really. But am I excited or am I looking forward to it? Probably. I am not. I mean, I, I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. I really am. I love the Back to the Future franchise. I still have the box. I still have the my DVD collection of Back to the Futures one, two, and three. Okay, that is something I'm not getting rid of. Here's the thing, though. If Universal, which I, I it's true because Universal said that they are making a reboot of Back to the Future reboot, and they'll be coming next year. If they fuck it up. All right, I'm gonna get pissed off because the only thing the only thing I can think of is what if they did a backstory of either Biff, uh, Michael J. Michael J. Fox, uh, I'm sorry, Marty McFly's dad, like his backstory, or a backstory of his mom. Now that's a movie I will go see because I want I want to learn more of those three characters. And for a bonus, how about a backstory of Doc Brown? I think that would be more exciting to see a backstory of Doc Brown. What you, actually seen yeah go, go ahead dude. actually seen regular doc brown as he is now and seen a younger version yeah like we want to know like like his backstory like uh what what schools he went to what colleges he right. went to who did he study with and what made him in his freaking mind build a time machine out of a De- out of a delorean man especially since they have a they they're remaking the delorean so i think that they sh- that's that they should use the new one so at least it makes it because here's the funny part when they are talking about the delorean all the promo and all that mm-hmm. they make sure that they include that it it makes it to 88 miles per hour in 4.6 seconds okay. not zero to 60 it's zero to 88 Ooh. because they they know that it's for the fan that's true 
That is very true. All right, man. What 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 else do you have for us? All right. So um, let's see. Hollywood and Vine will be reopening back up their buffet starting on August twenty eighth at Hollywood's uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Moving on. Um, <laughs> continue, sir. Yes. Uh, a I don't know why I'm excited about this, but I am super excited. Um, a new cheese shop is going to be opening it to the public in Winter Park area. The cheese shop name is Simply Cheese. Simply Cheese. Yeah. So I'm super excited about this because I don't know cheese. So, so where where it gonna be located? It's gonna be located over by the Aloma area. Uh, oh, gotcha. Right, right in the little plaza by uh, uh, Firehouse Sub and. Uh, there's, a, there's like a chocolateria over there. You could take a uh, chocolate tour. So they're putting nice. they're putting it right in a little spot over there. And I gotta say, man, cheese. Who can I say no to cheese? People that are lactose intolerant. Well, yeah, that yeah. But even then, a lot of people say, you know what? Screw this. I'm just gonna suck it up. That's right. Very true. But vegans. I can go for some Monterey Jack. I can go go uh, go for some provolone. Look, I'm a cheesy, cheesy, cheesy girl. Pepper Jack. I like me some cheese. <laughs> Shredded Gouda. Look, the last Ooh, two nights I made steamed broccoli. Munster. I made broccoli and I put bro- I put cheese all over it. It was so good. Uh, man, you can't you cannot say no to broccoli and cheese. All right, that's a good dish right there. I forgot to add salt and pepper this uh, time though. It's all right. A little, little bit of salt, a okay. little bit of pepper, a little bit of a uh, onion powder, garlic powder, and there you have it. That's a mm-hmm. good you dish don't need right the there. Onion powder and the garlic powder. You just the salt and the pepper and the cheese and the butter. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little pinch of mustard powder in there and you're good to go okay you are not a, a chef nor are you a cook so no yep. oh well <laughs> well uh, on that note um construction walls have been removed in front of the revenge of the mummy attractions at universal studios florida so we could see we could see a possibly you know a reopening very soon if those walls are down because if those walls are down that means we could see a, a sooner date for Revenge of the Mummy at Universal Studios, and right. that, and that is one of my, and that is one of my favorite attractions out there. It really is. They better not put Tom Cruise and the, his mummy in there. God, I hope not. Well, they might. I know because they have the the movie and the uh, monster show. Yeah, but Brendan Fraser is classic. He is classic. That's the best one. You can't. Yes. Get, you cannot get rid of him. That's such a classic line. So I, anybody I, have I, some I, coffee? I here? love the mummy. Is that one? Is that one of your favorite attractions? It was the first attraction I ever got into when I came to Florida for the first time. Oh, nice, dude. Very cool. So it it's awesome. Plus, there is a picture of my father in that ride. He's acting all tough because he's never been in a roller coaster before. Uh-oh. And when we get out of the, of the roller coaster, his picture and his eyes were closed and his asshole was clinching. Holy <laughs> damn. Because that's how he looked. That's how he looked. He looked like... His brain was coming out of the other way. Dude, that's funny. That is some funny stuff right there. Good and, I, God. and I make sure I remind him every time he tries to act tough. It's like, and hey, it's like, hey, Pop, act tough. I can't. Yeah. yeah, you can. You can. You can act tough. Are you sure? Yes. Be tough for a little bit. Just, just be tough. Yeah, just to get it. Just, just. That's funny. Listen, just to close out these news, and I want to close out with the most Florida news ever. It is. A, the police were called in Central Florida Park over an aggressive gator. Like, are, are we talking about football player or are we talking about an actual gator? Because an actual gator, like an actual an gator. Alligator. An alligator. Listen, Look, it, this took place in Mount Dora. How, and I mean, how big was the gator? It was big. 
It was really big. Like, was it over 12 feet? More than that. Listen, Remy didn't give me these uh, details. I know that I was in Mount Dora. There's nothing going on in Mount Dora. Never. Except for, an, except for an aggressive gator. All right? An aggressive, aggressive gator. Aggressive? He could have just been trying to feed his family. He All had, you know. This gator had a duck in its mouth. That's, I mean, that's gator food. Goop duck. A duck. <laughs> Goop duck. L- listen, <laughs> that is the most Florida. If it, it, Listen, it would have been. A lot more Florida if they would have found someone in the water with the gator. Like no. a Florida man. If the yes. if if the news would have started with Florida man in water with gator, aggressive gator, raining at three PM and it stopped raining at three oh five. That is the oh most my gosh, Florida dude. <laughs> that is the most Florida news ever. I mean, that's that's huge Florida Absolutely. news right there. Uh, I do. I actually do want to do. I want to add one thing, and that is Festival of the Lion King will will be reopening back up to the public on July fifteenth at Disney's Animal Kingdom Resort. I, I I don't know why I didn't add that. I was so flabbergasted about this gator uh, news yeah, that the aggressive gator. Yeah. So in Mount do Dora, you do, do you ever watch TikTok? Oh, I live on TikTok. OMG, it swigs, and he is hilarious he gives you this whole thing and the end of it he's like and that's on florida and it's just like people who are getting on top of gators and trying and, and taking pictures and i'm like dude and he's like yep and is he the, the pe- one that walks up to like he's always on a sidewalk or something and he's no, no, he's no, no, got no. dreads he has dreads that's and he's him. always got his flip phone out he's like yeah, glad yeah. I got that's it on my him. Phone. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Him. He's that funny. dude, he's hilarious, and he had—I mean, he has a his insight on Floridians because he's from he's from Florida, and it's like his insight on Floridians. I'm like, yeah, I mean, accurate. It's very accurate. Somebody who is a Floridian who was born and raised here understands because that's how crazy these people are. Very, very, very accurate. And I want to actually uh, want to say something to our audience real quick, and that is, uh, I don't know, uh, Louis, I don't know if you're a fan of Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, the stand-up comedian fluffy fluffy so he did his uh this was one one joke he did and i couldn't stop laughing he's like now nah, i want to pay him my, i want to pay him my, my respects to the crocodile the crocodile hunter also known as steve Irwin. all right now now here we go guys now you see this man and the, angry he's angry he's in the river and you see this lovely gator just swimming along the river you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna poke it with a stick. Yeah, and he goes on. He, he goes, goes on for a good on. five minutes just talking about something, and then I'm gonna poke him with, with a stick. stick. Ah, he's angry. He's yeah, angry. He's angry. Run. That's funny. What else? What, what else do you have for us, man? So we can wrap up uh, inaccurate news. I guess uh, close out with the most exciting part of uh, this is Jingle Bell. Jingle Bam will not be performed this holiday season at Disney's Hollow Studios Resort. Aww. Yeah, it was Ew. a good, it was a good, uh, a really? good run on uh, on them. So this is called another place that Remy has never taken taken Jen. Disney Hollywood Studios? Studios. I have never gone to. Well, I have gone to Hollywood Studios. I went to it when it was. Um, we talked about this MGM. like last week when it was MGM. Yeah, MGM Studios. And I haven't yeah. been since since it turned to Hollywood Studios, and that's been a while. Remy, what are you doing? Yeah, he's gone to all these places. He's oh, I gone get it. to all I these places. He, when he worked for uh, Disney, would be able to go and never took me. Except I didn't get any comp passes. That's the problem with working for a certain party at Disney and you don't get comp passes. You get mm. the perks because you're, as a 
a cast member, you'll be able to work on the property, but you don't get the comp passes. Gotcha. Basically, so, yeah. it's cheap. They, yeah, they don't. If you ever go, go right when they open and go straight to Star Wars. Galaxy's Edge, baby. Do, yeah, Lewis, you and I are on the same page because that's what happened when I went to Universal for the first time in forever. Um, when we first started dating, I got annual an annual pass, and the first thing that he did was take for me to... For the first time in forever. Okay, go on there. All right, Elsa, or Anna. Just um, let it go. Exactly. <laughs> That's the first thing that he did, is he took me to uh, Diagon Alley. Clo- okay, made yeah. me I mean, close that, my eyes. And, and just like um, Scott said, I think he's the one that brought up that <clears throat> you when you go into Harry Potter, it looks like... You're in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Yes. Right. But when you go to Galaxy's Edge, it's a complete new planet. And but it's you still feel like you're in Star Wars. Right. And th- and, and the most impressive part is the Millennium Falcon, which is an awesome attraction. Fun fact. The Millennium Falcon is where I pro- right in front of it is where I proposed to my wife. Oh, because the everyone wants to go propose in front of the castle. Yep. And mm-hmm. and I wanted to do Disney also, but I'm like, you know what? We're big Star Wars fans, so we're going to do this. See, why didn't I'm you going do that? to do this in front of and you guys are going on your anniversary over to St. Augustine. We got married at the fort. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. We got married mm-hmm. in this really cool club called the blue bamboo it was awesome actually but yeah well and you want to talk about like engagement stories remy did a really really good job actually with that can i tell it you would like so pretty much what i did was i uh i sent jen out on a scavenger hunt right so my best man and i we we would just you know we hung out at uh my parents place playing video games and drinking for a little bit and then i said all right, dude, we, we got we got to go now. We got to leave right now. He goes, what was going on? I'm like, well, Jen is on her last clue. We have to go. So I, so what I did was I brought my little boom box with me, my little Bluetooth speaker. I played her favorite song up on the balcony. It was not my favorite song. And it was one of your favorite it songs, all right? It was Michael Buble, but it was not my favorite song. I know, but what, anyway, uh, I I proposed to if her. Michael Buble, was it? Christmas time because he's no, present no, the rest of the year. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Christmas time. It was. I can't remember what song I, I did. Uh, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. No. So I proposed to her right there, the Rose Garden over at uh the Port Orleans Resort. Oh heck yeah! Still Disney. Yeah, still yes. Disney. Because I mean, you're, you're, awesome. I mean, you're right, dude. I mean, I don't want. I had to walk I, up I don't want to be close to this yeah. plantation. Yeah, it's a cliche. It's a cliche. Yeah, it's a cliche. Like I really don't like that when people. I mean, I do like it when people are proposing to, you know, proposing in front of the castle or proposing in front of the ball or proposing at Man's Chinese Theater at Hollywood Studios. And it's the closest the that tree. we could have gotten to New Orleans. That we could have gotten to New Orleans at that time. Which, That's funny. Which that which that is on our bucket list to go to yes. New Orleans someday. All right. So is, was that is that it for inaccurate news, Mister Lewis? Yeah, that is it for inaccurate news uh, for this evening. As always, as always, dude. Thank you so much for thank you, Lewis, for doing the inaccurate news on Remy's roundtable. And before we before we leave, Lewis, where can everybody check you out if they will if they would like to listen to the Nerd Archive podcast? All right, for the Nerd Archive podcast, make sure you go on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other podcasts. Um, also, if you guys want to find us on social media, make sure you can go on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and on uh, Twitter. 
You can find us on Twitter. We have a Twitter. We tweet, uh, sort of. But with that being said, you guys are fantastic. And and we do this for you guys. And if you guys weren't there, it would be hard. It would be hard. Yeah. So thank you guys. Yes, definitely. Thank you guys for listening to us. And uh, what's, com- what's coming up on the next episode on the Nerd Archive podcast? Ooh, we have a good one. We have Remy on our... Yes, we have Remy on our episode. And we're going to be talking about tech. Um, we're going to be talking about things that you can use for your, um, if you want to live stream, we, we talk about our setups and what do we have that way you have an idea of what you can get and just start your own podcast, your streaming, your, your editing, um, station, anything that you need. And, or even if you're just a fan of computers, yeah, we, we, we talk about all of our our setup and there's going to be future episodes that we're going to just it's going to be uh center around our rigs our computers so um make sure you tune in and guys coming up next on remy's round table we are going to be in studio with a corporate time with tom and dan you guys be able to hear a little snippet from their studio and i'll be able to post it on the next episode and uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover on the next episode of Remy's Roundtable. Of course, we will have your we will have your your theme park history, your national day, and we're gonna do a couple of new segments on the program as well. All right, let's go ahead and get up on out of here. It is time for us to leave with a song. Well, guys, that will do it for our program. Once again, we would like to give a shout-out to the 5-Minute Professor for giving us our lecture and quiz on St. Augustine. You guys can check him out on on uh, in Oviedo for his live trivia and also over at Post Time Lounge and Cafe here in Castleberry Longwood area. And also check him out on Thursday nights with the Lady and the Professor on Facebook Live. You guys can check us out on tpublic.com. That is where you guys can purchase your very own Remy's Roundtable t-shirt. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and right there on TikTok as well. Make sure you guys head on over to or vote.orlandoweekly.com and vote for Remy's Roundtable and the No New Friends podcast. We are finalists on Best of Orlando Weekly and... Uh, yeah, so anyway, guys, on behalf of the five-minute professor, Lewis, Jen, guys, my name is Remy. Thank you so much for listening to Remy's Roundtable. We will see everybody next week on a brand-new episode. Until then, you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Take care. Peace out. You've been listening to Remy's Roundtable with Remy, Scott, and Jen.